Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I've always been on the hunt for seeking the secrets to quality of life, freedom, and sharing it with the masses. So initially it was financial, and then there's different components, including time, health, mental, emotional, location. And once I figured out the secret sauce, I sought out those people on the marginal edge doing and embodying that and recording those insights and sharing them with the world. So today I have a very interesting guest all the rage is now about AI and ChatGPT. If you've played with it, it's fascinating. And his name is Daniel Steele. He's the writer of AI Unhinged and the book on ChatGPT. So I'm really fascinated in talking with people in this field, learning their insights. It's amazing. And with that, Dan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to join. Yeah. Um, we had met through Podmatch, which is a Airbnb connecting service between podcast guests and hosts. So tell the audience about your origin story and the work that you do. Sure. So I, I got into business in the early 2000s, uh, sold my first company in 2005. It was a gaming company. I was a very mediocre professional poker player for about five years. Um, then I then I realized I was in my 30s and that wasn't going too far. So I, I got back into business. I worked on a kid's product called Silly Bands. We went from uh, zero to 100 million in sales without spending a dollar outside of social media. Mm. I built a social media strategy, um, stuck around to help uh, scale technology to deal with that demand in sales. Uh, much like the guy who invented the McNugget, I didn't get rich from it, but it was a very good uh, path back into the business world. Uh, from there, I went on to co-found um, what is today the biggest influencer marketing company in the world. It's called Influent, and that's where I, I started uh, getting into AI. So uh, we did a partnership with IBM to use uh, psychographic, demographic, and uh, linguistic AI to match brands with people that had large social media following, and then also to craft a message for the brand in a way that's authentic to the people. So imagine uh, Di Disney princess movies launching. Well, how do people talk about Disney princesses and uh, using natural language to do that? So during my time there, we raised around $25 million, built out a big AI product. Uh, 2017, my role changed from a COO where I was working on the tech and culture and all the things that I liked to president. Um, so I was just flying around hand holding bakers. I wasn't very happy. 
I grew up really poor and never left North America. So I, I took that. I had some money in the bank. So I took that time from uh, what six years ago now, May of 2017, until the pandemic to, and I filled three quarters of a passport book with stamps. So knowing that influential was going to sell eventually uh, allowed me to just spend my mid to late 30s traveling and seeing the world, which was pretty cool. Um, the pandemic brought me back, reconnected with my now wife. Um, today we're in Las Vegas. Uh, we live in Las Vegas. We're making an offer this week on some land in Tennessee. Uh, we're going to build, um, you know, like a vacation place because the summers are really, really tough here in Vegas and eventually retire there in 10 to 15 years is our hope. Um, so yeah, and, uh, I've been working on projects. I do a lot of help or a lot of work with the community here in Vegas. I help other entrepreneurs. And, um, one day I was, uh, riding in the car with my wife and chat GPT was all the buzz. And I was like, well, what, what if uh, I use chat GPT to write a book about chat GPT? She goes, that'd be really funny. And uh, yeah. it took me, it took me about a week to work out the prompts, but I was able to do it. And that's what uh, became the book on chat GPT. I got some, you know, I, I had no plan when I did it. It was literally just a joke with my wife. And then I started getting, you know, booked on podcasts, talking to people, and then ChatGPT for launch. So I did another one with that. And then um, I, I was sitting one night, kind of wrapping up. It was a little late, like 10, 30, 11. I asked ChatGPT, you know, what what would scare the heck out of humans, but is technically possible? So uh, mm -hmm. we went through, I went through and uh, wrote a book with the help of ChatGPT called uh, AI Unhinged, where I allowed ChatGPT to talk about, um, you know what what it thinks is possible some of the things that it came up with were uh speaking to aliens it gave me some ideas on how we could actually re proactively reach out to aliens to talk to them uh chat gbt thinks it could replace god or become god eventually um th there's some uh, scary stuff in there yeah yeah before we uh i'm sure most of the people have heard of it um i'm sure segment of them understand it if you have played with it and um but let's talk about because um this is very it's like people are saying it's like you know gonna be, have huge implications ai so talk about ai and its impact on society okay so um in its simplest form artificial intelligence is a field that combines computer science and really big data sets uh what we're seeing with chat gpt is um feeding it data sets so the, the way it works is with um with your typical ai is you say okay this is what i want the ai to do i'm going to give it a big data set and kind of teach it what each data point means so the beginning of uh, open ai and chat they probably had thousands of people saying okay this is uh this word means this in english this word means this in spanish and here's some regional dialects and it um and the people just kind of kept feeding it information and correcting it and they would teach itself and uh it, it became faster and faster and better um and th this is what we call generative ai so this um this technology will generate uh chat gpt in particular is great at generating text uh so imagine if um somebody was sitting in argentina cuba and then me in uh, western united states I could say some um, Cuban Spanish and the Spanish that they speak in Argentina are very different languages. Um, so I could say something in my native tongue and it could on the fly translate into their uh, native local uh, dialects. That's what ChatGPT is most 
powerful with, um, but it does a lot of other things as well. And yeah, so it's very powerful because I, I I have it as well, and I use it for um, you know editing and content generation. But it, you know I've been studying it, and it can actually be used for outlines and things like um, can help you to create basic infrastructure of like code or software or any sort of um outline presentation and then it can you know fill in details for you so it's really freed up a lot of the 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 groundwork and then more freed up more we can use our minds so really the power is learning how to use these prompts so um what what about the uh, impact of um ai on uh, work because uh now you know we're gonna have ev we're gonna have autonomous vehicles uh you know we're having uh declining population so companies are gonna have to use robots tell talk more about that sure so um i mentioned the company i co-founded influential and to build our ibm product we had to raise about 15 million dollars it was very expensive what we built um very worth it and they've continued to iterate on it and it does a lot more than you know what i said but i'm just not involved in the product anymore um, a lot of those things that it took all of that money to build are available now through OpenAI and other AI projects. So I look at it more as uh, democratizing the access to this power because a lot of this stuff was available if you had a lot of money. Now, uh, and, and there's the, okay, so the media, their incentives are lined up only scary things and only things that really uh, draw emotion is what they publish because their incentive is to draw eyeballs to their website so that advertisers can see them. So I don't think it's getting too fair of a shake. I think that this is uh, not as scary as it's being presented to be. Um, sure, maybe I can eliminate 30% of my work. That means that I can do more and I can become more of a productive employee as opposed to in some people will be like, oh, AI is taking jobs. AI has taken the jobs of the people who didn't want to change and people who didn't want to continue and push past it. I think that we can become more efficient. And it also allows the everyday person to have these tools that big companies do. For instance, uh, a friend went to work for a law firm and he was able to use uh, a chat GPT, Dolly, and another tool. And he was able to get this law firm to rank for these national search terms, which are you know $1,000 a click keywords. And he was able to get them in top five. Just one person that doesn't have a MBA that just learned how to apply ChatGPT and that to search engine optimization. So now as a business owner, you can go learn the fundamentals of search engine optimization, and you can learn that these are how the keywords are done. And right now, to my understanding, the most effective type of content is an article with video uh, infographic. Well, there's AIs to create all those things now. So an individual with something to share with the world or a product to share with the world can now compete with these massive agencies. Um, and I think that it will give uh, you know people who want it an opportunity to to advance much faster than um, if these tools weren't there. Yeah, it's almost like uh, you know when the industrial revolution came in, it's like the farmers that didn't want to use the uh, the you know the tractors or use the technology when the internet came. You know, people didn't want to use .com and they wanted to stick to their regular jobs. And now it's like, and then they say that uh, AI is almost kind of like a, an unequalizer because if you know how to use it, you know, you're going to be that much better, that much further ahead. It's almost like um, being born rich. And um, what technology trends do you think are going to have the most um, short-term and long-term 
impact? Short term, I think that um, language, so opening up the world even more. You know, when, when I grew up without an internet and uh, getting on AOL chat rooms, I was able to talk. To, I, I fell in love with a girl in Florida when I was like 17 or something like that, you know, but I was able to connect with somebody and we were able to send pictures and get to know each other. And like, I, I would have never met that person. Now imagine um, where language is no longer a barrier mm. um, it could, because it, it isn't and the, the tools are being uh, built. So I think short term, you'll see the the people who build the best interfaces to connect with ChatGPT are going to be the short term winners. So whether it's a language uh, conversation, conversational thing, um, so my wife and I cook a lot, but there's just two of us. Uh, we use ChatGPT for recipes. So, hey, change mm. this recipe to two people. Um, you know, things like that, those will be your short term, like app store type winners. And then long term, I could see it going as far as I get home after a long week on Friday, put my feet up and I want to watch a movie set in the 1930s starring Leonardo DiCaprio, um, in the style of Quentin Tarantino. And within 10 minutes, I could, that could be, it could pull all those resources and make the film that I wanted. Same thing with video games. Um, you know, my, uh, my wife has a little brother that's only 11 and he's able to design video games now, but he has, he had to learn, we had to uh, get him, you know, a good computer, teach him Python or I didn't teach him, but we got him a course online to learn Python. Soon it'll be uh, just inputs. And this is all democratized. There is no, you don't have to go to uh, Ivy league school and get an MBA. You don't have to, all of this is available. You just have to figure it out and people put this information avail out there. So anybody has access to these tools. Yeah. Fascinating because basically technology is um, basically what you described is democratizing. And um, I actually had that same epiphany the other day because <clears throat> on Netflix or YouTube, they have now the subtitles and also on search and, um, you know, all the messages you get in uh, different languages, it can just auto translate it for you. So which is fascinating um, and uh, really interesting with uh, quantum computing and um, like 5G, all of these new technologies going to really uh, rapidly increase the rate of uh, innovation and change. So, so I tell people, if we are thinking now is chaotic, you know, five, 10, 15 years is going to be even more chaotic. So, you know, get ready. Um, the uh, one thing is um, that we talk about is uh, influence, uh, the future of influencer marketing in the era of you know web3 ai blockchain how is that gonna change i, I i'm I, I talk a lot about this with friends you know I, i'm still connected to quite a few people in the influencer space um i think that community is going to become a, even more important uh, i know this isn't a direct answer to your question but um there was uh a teacher who was worried that all his kids were using chat gpt to answer questions and that they weren't actually learning. So he actually had to start doing these interactive classes where he had to have the students speak their answers to make sure they were learning. <laughs> that might seem like that's a step back, but I, I think it's a step back in the right direction where we're forcing human interaction and human uh, engagement. And I think that um, the ability to create content, um, you, you know, you can make a movie now for under $100,000 with just tools that we have now when that would have been unheard of a long time ago. Maybe in a couple of years, it'll be even less. You know, so um, a, a great example of that is motion capture suits. So there's these suits that you can buy that turn your body into a green screen and it captures all your movement. And they're anywhere from ten dollars to $100,000. 
Well, Sony just put out these rings that you put on each uh, each wrist and each ankle, and it measures it, um, you know, for like this, maybe not a full action movie, but for a conversation like this, I could get all my mannerisms and everything. And those are only $400 now instead of 10000 Along with, you know, computing power and everything that's coming, I think that we'll see people be able to get super creative. And um, it, uh, the playing field's a lot more level because it's a lot less expensive. And that's, uh, yeah, it's amazing. So what you're talking about is just, you know, the future. Uh, it's really exciting. As we come to the end of this, uh, what what advice do you have for, um, because you, what's interesting is you uh, got your freedom early by investing, uh, taking risks, you know, building alternative streams, not working for others, working for yourself. Um, so what advice do you have for new entrepreneurs, people getting on their journey, if it's a Gen Z or, you know, Gen for Gen C, uh, what do you have for them? You have to keep trying. You're going to fail and it's going to sting. Like it's going to hit you <laughs> right in the gut and it's going to hurt. Like, oh man, I thought this was the one, but you know how many of the ones it took to be, you know, where I am now? Uh, even my wife, I still, you know, try and do a bunch of different things, including trying to write a book with ChatGPT, and now I'm a published author. You know, you just have to keep trying. As long as you're in the game, you have a chance. But when you stop trying, um, you know that that's that's when it's over. So uh, the tools are there. You just have to believe in yourself, and you have to give yourself the chance over and over again because you're going to fail way more often than you win. Oh yeah, I yeah, love that. Uh, you know, one quote really, really, really interesting was um, what I recently read from one of my mentors is like, um, you know, bear markets, try to uh, don't try to thrive in bear markets, try to build and um, try to break even and try to plan for the next five, 10 years. And and he was saying, you know, if you survive bear markets, because over 95 percent of your competition will get killed in bear markets. So if you survive, you know, you're. And then you at least you make it to the next, you know, you, you you're you're able to, you know, other if otherwise if you're you know if you're dead, you can't you can't play. So yeah. um interesting. So how can people uh, contact you, find your book, uh, follow you and uh reach out to you? Um so either LinkedIn or Twitter at DT DT Steel. Um you can find me there. If you search on Amazon, uh, Daniel Steele, you'll probably come up with a female author, even though it's spelled different. <laughs> so if you search AI on Inch, I think you can find the links for my Twitter uh, profile and happy happy to connect on LinkedIn as well. Yeah. And for the audience out there, let's thank Daniel for uh, coming onto the show. Really special guest, um, done so many amazing things. His book will be in the uh, links in the show notes as well as you can find them on twitter and linkedin so with that thanks so much for coming on to the show thank you for having me when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify. 
iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next time.